Hey, everyone. On this episode, we're talking about something I learned in college. Yep, I went to college at the age of 35, but I learned it, and it's called the sunk cost fallacy. It's something that is an absolute pillar of the fire service that they don't teach you about until usually it's too late and you've learned your own lessons. I'm talking to Katie today. Of course, we go off and tell different stories and have a little bit of fun. So check it out. Go to the Four Shift Fitness website and buy us a coffee. Um, and that's it. Here comes the intro. Skip forward 30 seconds if you want to get right to the episode. This is the Tailboard Talk podcast, the best health, wellness, and lifestyle resource for the fire service. We're using stories, lessons, and tips from the front lines to give a realistic view of what the job can do to us and how we can make it out alive. I'm Chris Morella, a firefighter since 03, medic since 05, full-time since 08, and promoted to lieutenant in 20. I'm also a personal trainer and strength coach, and I'm here to give you the best information and host the best discussions to make us capable and durable, both on the job and away from it. So grab a heater, steal some fancy creamer from First Shift, and let's go chat. Are you ready? Yeah. I can edit late. As you're... I keep saying it. I think this... Uh, SD cards on its way out. So hopefully we got this. Otherwise, maybe we'll still lay a week or I'll come on a Thursday. <laughs> okay. So first of all, like we were talking about before, I think a little congratulations is in order for both of us because we've been doing abnormally adult things. I know. Lately. So adultish. Both participating, which is strange. So strange. I did try to pawn off some shit onto you today at the Verizon guy because he was like, if you're the primary account holder for the Verizon account, what you'll do is just sign into Hulu once the switch is over. And then once you sign into it through your Verizon app, then the Verizon picks up the bill. And I was like, well, just put that on my wife's son because she does all the bills and stuff. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's just as easy. I'm like, no, really, just put it on her account. And he didn't. So my task will continue in three days when our billing cycle resets and I have to reset our Hulu. So we have free Hulu now. Do you want me to set a reminder to remind you to do all that? We also have to turn our phones off and on again. This is, we're doing some real... Whoa, that's that's one too many steps. We're getting pretty old. And then you're doing insurance stuff. I know. Yeah, like shopping around rates and stuff. I and know, it was very... Both very, kids got baths tonight. I mean, we're doing really good very this stuff. Very adultish. Um, yeah, I mean, making some real strides in this whole I know. functioning adult thing. The only thing I'm refusing to do is open our retirement account. <laughs> I don't want to see what that looks like right now. Oh, like look at it? Yeah. No. <laughs> don't even worry about it. It's not great, I'm sure. No. So we'll just wait I until sometime not any soon to now. I mean, our financial guy hasn't called to say, so guy. He's not going to pick a fight. He's not going like, <laughs> to no. go looking for trouble. No. I can tell you that the old guys at work are freaking out. So um, That makes sense, though. I mean, we're far enough away. We're, we'll recoup everything. But yeah. I can't imagine being someone who's going to retire in the next two to five years i'd be i can i'd be i can imagine being someone who's going to retire not the next two to five years buddy it's all up to you boo well you had some good topics i think for future episodes i've had this thing stuck in my head this like what's it called it's a not a principle i showed it to you what would you call it a theory yeah i had this theory stuck in my head after a few conversations this week it's called the sunk cost fallacy. And what it is, is a major pillar of the fire service that they don't advertise or tell you about. Because basically what it is, is that um, you, you made this far, you might as well keep going. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's kind of like a distilled down version. The most common 
example of it is like you go to the movies and you buy popcorn and a drink and you sit down and 10 minutes in, you know, this movie is terrible and you're not going to like it, but you're there and you spent the money. So you might as well sit through the next hour and a half, you know, Mm -hmm. time and time again, it's disproven. It's never good to do that. Right. It's always better just to, to cut bait and get out and then go do whatever else you'd rather do, you know? Mm -hmm. And I had a few conversations with the guys this week about, um, one about promotion and one about, um, like, being on a committee more or less and it came up and it was one of those things where I was like, if you don't like what you're doing, then stop doing it. Like don't, don't continue putting time and effort in just because you've been doing it and you feel like you have seven years in. So you want to get to 10 years, some arbitrary number of being on this, in this position or whatever it is. And the same thing with somebody I was talking to about promotion. They feel like since they've attended the classes and they got their bachelor's and they put their name on the list that they should go forward and just, and just, test now even though they're kind of like half in half out mm-hmm. i said well if you don't want to do it then don't do it and that's not me saying like i don't want you to test that's some that's me saying if you're not going to actually want to do it and do a good job in it then i'd rather not have you there like i don't want you to be a slug of a peer that i have to pick up the messes for or follow follow up and clean up your mess when i inherit your your guys that you haven't paid attention to because you don't really want to be in that position you know mm-hmm. um but it's a trap it's a total trap and so I want to talk about it a little bit because I think it's just all through the fire service. But what what can you think of where you've seen something like that or we've been in that position before where it's like, I don't want to do this and I know it's probably better to, to stop. But, I mean, we're here and we've invested this much in it, so might as well just keep going or get our, like, get our money's worth is a big quote and all the right. definitions of it, you know. I mean, not one in particular is like coming to the forefront of my mind, but I can think of... There's definitely been multiple situations down from starting, like, even just starting something on Netflix. And it's like, well, now i got to see this through. I mean, just something as mundane as that, too. Um, Oh, well, there was, we were actually just talking about this to kind of go back into adulting. We were just talking about life insurance. Oh, yeah. We were, when we first, were we married? Or were we just, like, engaged? I can't remember. Anyways. We were paying into a life insurance policy and re- quickly realized that we were paying a lot of money for something that we didn't quite need at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was something really we didn't need the two types that we were paying into. Yeah. And at the time for us, it was a lot of money. I think it was only like maybe 500 bucks a month. Yeah. But at the time, two young people starting out was a big chunk of change. And we quickly realized, like, we get it's important. We don't need to do this. Why are we still paying for it? And I had to have an uncomfortable conversation with the person we were dealing with, yeah. which was way out of my scope I was very proud of myself <laughs> to say yeah thanks but we're just going to cancel this can you just send us whatever yeah and I think we got the money the, mon- the money that we put in but not the yeah whatever we got uh, we got a nice yeah, chunk of change back that we were like the, uh, okay just squirrel that away interest or whatever yeah yeah that so, was one of the guys at work actually that said I was telling him about it he's like he, he was following I think he was following Dave Ramsey and Dave mm-hmm. Ramsey against it completely like the term one I think. Yeah, he wants you, you should do whole life, they say. Yeah, and um, I can't remember what what he said exactly, but I was like, when should I stop paying into it? And he told me, well, it depends on how much money you want to lose. Like, if you're, mm-hmm. if you're tired of losing money, then stop now. If you want to lose some more, then keep paying into it. And I was right. like, ah, crap. And yeah, we, we were sold on it as like a long-term investment, or a mid-term investment, I think, mm-hmm. with, a, with a steady and like guaranteed return. 
I don't know. I just know that he said this is what's going to cost because you guys are young and healthy. You should definitely have it. And you said you started talking about. It. I was like, okay, my my eyes glazed over. I was like, well, if Chris thinks it's a good idea, yeah. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. But so that was like that was one thing that we kind of fell into. Like, well, we no, got, we saved ourselves from mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah, we said we're not just going to keep doing this because right because we've put three or four years into it. Might as well not do even. 17 I think more or whatever. I think you you had started it like for a year and a half, and then I came in and we did it for six months, and then we said mm, after yeah. talking and doing some more due diligence, we we're like, this isn't what we need at the moment. Jk. So. So yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. That's like kind of a big one since we just talked about that today. Yeah. Um. But no, I think I mean even down to oh not anything serious, but um, we've gone to restaurants before and then. The atmosphere isn't what we want, or we're just like, ugh, we don't really want to do this or be here or whatever, and yeah, like weirdly just left after we've been seated. <laughs> well, we just did it, not that, but we did an example of it on, um, we kind of talked about it last time, where we were going to go on the hike on the last camping trip, and we got all the stuff oh, together yeah. and got everybody's shoes on and got sort in the backpack and got sunscreen and bug spray on everybody, and then before we even got through the park out of it completely mm-hmm. and so if we would have like doubled down then and proceeded on that and like dragged them into it that would be an example of sunk cost like hey we drove here we got everybody dressed we're just going to do it yeah you know? and instead we were able to pivot a little bit mm-hmm. mostly because i was exhausted and i was like i can't like the beach sounds way better than a walk i can't possibly fight with this kid anymore <laughs> so let's just do whatever the hell he wants to do and uh, self-preservation on my way out of this um, but that'd be a good example. Mm-hmm. Lots of people would be like, no, we're going to do this and we're going to have fun, damn it. And then go forward with it. And we kind of dodged a bullet on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also seen it. So at my department, we've seen a few times where we've had people leave now um, before 20, like more between 10 and 20 years, which is relatively unheard of. And more and more people are doing that because they're like, I just don't like the way this is going. And my wife works or my other works and, I just don't want to do this anymore, so I'm going to take what I made and get out. And that just seems absolutely crazy to people because if you're tier one, like me and a couple of people behind me are tier one, you just kind of make it 20 years, and then you can get 50, 50% of are you your... talking about your pension or something? Yeah. Okay. And if you make it 30 years, you get 75%. I think that's how it goes. So for someone to leave before 20, you don't get a pension. Like even when you turn 50, you don't get a oh, pension. You- but you pay into it? You still don't get it? Yeah, you'll get back uh, what you paid in, basically, I think. It's not that's, even something I really looked at. because that's still something. <clears throat> it absolutely is, but it's not... The substantial. It's not in perpetuity. You don't get yeah. it every year with 3% raises or whatever a cost of living raise is. Um, and then even more crazy to people is we've had people leave 10 months into their probation to go to another department and basically start over again. And a lot of guys are like, what are you doing? Like, you're you're two months away from having a full-time job, you know? And uh, that blows people's minds. Like, how can this guy leave when probation's about to end? He's about to have a job that pays him well and in this cool city. And the person's like, well, I don't want to work here. Like, I've, I say, but doesn't that make you kind of happy? Like, and I am happy with it, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, the last thing I would want is anyone to be anywhere because they feel obligated to be like, that's just not going to make for mm-hmm. a cohesive, like, work environment. Well, and I did it, too, when I left also. Oh, that's right, yeah. I was only there for four months. Is that it? Yeah. Mm. And I was like, well, I, I took this job because it was available, and another one came avail- available, so I'm going to go, you know? Mm-hmm. And people there were like, you got to be kidding me. Like, why would you, you're in. Like, why would you leave a sure thing, you know? Because like, I don't, 
want to. But yeah, it blows people's minds. I'd always rather rather have someone leave and be happy. And not even, like, I don't even care if they go to a department next to us or far away from us or in a different state or just quit altogether and do mm-hmm. something else. Yeah, I don't want to deal with, if that person's not in it now and they're smart enough to know that they're not going to get in it, what kind of help are they going to be 15 years from now? Yeah. When, They've endured all the stuff that someone who is happy about it has endured and still turned out kind of jaded and, and angry, you know? Right. And that's just the case by us sometimes. It doesn't have to be nothing wrong with recognizing the situation you're in and then getting out of it. Well, don't you feel like that's kind of just the new workforce in general now? Like gone are the days of our parents' generation who stayed at one company for 20, 30, oh, whatever yeah. years. And now it's, I mean, I know at least like within my group of working girlfriends people start switching jobs with a, with a handful of except you know exception with a like, handful Obviously. with the exception of a handful of them oh my gosh i can't even talk about even drinking exceptions. anyways that they they get a new job probably every maybe five yeah. six years and it's whether it's you know now with the big thing obviously is remote working mm-hmm. people are just finding like you know there's lots of cons to covid but I think one of the pros, what I've heard from friends who have had to travel for work, is just having, being able to work from home and their company's kind of staying in that way or having now a hybrid where it's 50-50 or an option to come into work. Like, yeah. I think just well, it's definitely the, the new norm now is not staying. It is. I think it's definitely that way. And the fire department's a totally weird universe where there's a couple traps in the fire department. And the first one's just that, of like you're at one place for up to 30 years Mm -hmm. and everywhere else i think the average is like seven Mm -hmm. you'll change your job seven times in the course of 30 years do you guys does the fire department run kind of parallel as far as like the police go as far as your pay pension like like the tier ones and all that like um i don't know about their tier one or tier two that was a fire department thing but i just mean like or city thing so could do do police generally stay like 20 yeah plus year okay yeah it's similar in that in that regard okay um but they suck. So, um, but they, whatever. Uh, the other one is you, you keep, the more you stick around, the more money you make, right? And then right. you get raises through your contract or you get, however it ends up working. And then you start buying stuff and then you're making more money, but you don't have any extra money laying around, right? Mm-hmm. Like when we were in the small house, we had X amount of disposable dollars and now we have no disposable I'm making, dollars. <laughs> I'm making substantially more, and we have. The well, same, I'm making I'm making substantially less. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm thinking of the the student days. Oh my gosh! You know, if we just look at just my salary, right? Right. Um, but then you another trap is you get into thinking like, there's no way I can live in a house of less than three thousand square feet, right? And I can't possibly retire and make less than eighty thousand dollars. It's mm-hmm. just not possible. And um, you know, I can't not drive a truck, and my car can't be older than five years like all these things that are definitely unwritten they're not like mm-hmm. requirements but you there's just these traps you keep falling into or and falling but i also into. don't think there's if there's something if you're someone who likes to get a new car every five years there's nothing wrong with that if you can sustain that well yeah if that's your thing right right but a lot it's just there's a lot of keeping up with the joneses going on yeah and then you dig yourself into this hole mm-hmm. and where it we lose sight of the fact that those are our rules that we kind of put on ourselves like you know the average person switches jobs seven times Right. A vast majority of the country does not have any pension to look forward to or it's coming in. No. And But in our minds, it's unfathomable that we can leave and not get a pension 
of eighty thousand dollars or right. more or less. But you guys are all too like a product of your environment. This is your circle. This is your bubble. Well, that's this what I'm is, saying. Our environment. Yeah. It's a trap. Mm-hmm. It's a total. It's a total screw game. So, um, I mean, that kind of goes along with the sunk cost thing, because you'll get guys that are like at twenty years and they're miserable, or even like they know that they're in a good spot and they could leave. But man, if I get if I accumulated a one and a half percent per year on my pension. Maybe I can just stay if I just my pension, and I'll also be closer to fifty, or I'll be fifty. Then I can collect immediately after I leave. You know, in the meantime, you've blown eight to ten years doing this thing that you stuck around for when you could have been gone, mm-hmm. still collecting some money, and doing whatever you want somewhere else. You know. Yeah. So, do you think this new generation then of guys coming in and ladies coming in? Um, do you think they'll do twenty years? Obviously, I, I think that. Gone are the days probably of your 25 to 30 year on well, now that people. I'm a, I think, so everyone Everyone in tier two, I think, has to be there for 25, and they don't collect until 55. Is so that everything everybody, went up five though? Years. What? Is that ever, like, no one can collect until they're 55, or just that tier? No one, no one from, like, 2010 on that got hired, mm. or somewhere around there. So I, I'm at 20 years, it starts your pension. Okay. You're eligible to draw a pension, okay. and then you can collect it at 50 years old. Okay. So if I retire at 43, I'll go without pension for seven years. And then as soon as I turn 50, the pension will kick in at whatever rate I left at. Gotcha. Right? If I stay for 30 years, I retire at 53, then I'll get a bigger pension but re- but collect immediately. Okay. You're not retiring at 43. <laughs> I know. Maybe 45. <laughs> like, that's way too close. <laughs> I know. Um, but it's possible. So... No, it's not. Um, but tier two went up five years for everything, I think. So they get their minimum pension starts at 25 years on, and then they can't collect until 55 years old. That stinks. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, and then I, there's some other stuff that doesn't accrue as fast also, and the something doesn't, I don't know, there's a couple different key differences where it really kind of took the wind out of the sails, which I, mm. it's a cost-saving measure. Yeah. Somehow, I never really looked that closely into it. I wish I could get more into like the numbers of these things. Yeah, well, you will be in seven years. You'll be deep in my numbers because... I'm already deep in your numbers. Bye-bye. Um, to my job, not to you, probably. Um, <laughs> Real nice. So, <laughs> it's too expensive to get rid of me. I know. <laughs> I mean, you can. I get everything. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you're free to. You're free to. <laughs> Go for I'll it. I'll take your money. Go for it's it. It's fine. Um, I'm taking everything. I know. You have. So that's kind of the <laughs> trap that people fall into, though, is like... I don't know. There's there's a ton of them, but a lot of them, a lot of them I've tried to tie back probably incorrectly to the sunk cost thing, you mm-hmm. know, and just realizing it like, if you ever justified as like, well, I've come this far, I might as well keep going. Yeah. And I guess sometimes that's useful, but anything that you truly don't want to do or it's like a true obligation that's not mm-hmm. benefiting you and you use that justification, it's a loser. Like that's not the 100%. right thing to do. And I think a lot of times with the fire department. We're usually hesitant. So if I think of like a committee or a team or like going for promotion, like if I was going to go for captain I'd, and I don't want to right now, right? Right. If I made myself do it out of obligation, it would probably only be because at this point, because I'd be like, there, someone else put an expectation on me. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like embarrassed or like I was underachieving if I didn't go for it. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's usually what happens is like people that finish a probation they don't want to or 
or won't leave a certain team, use it as their as a quitter. You know more, but you chose not to because you're weak or soft or whatever. When really it's like sometimes you just don't want to. Like For sure. You just, you're just well, the thing and runs do you its think, course and, and you're all do you done. think though? I think that that kind of comes with. This is gonna make me feel old and sound old, but like I think it comes with age, too. I mean, being able to leave like just not feeling obligated. Yeah. Not necessarily. Not no, not even keeping up with the Joneses, but just caring what other people think who don't matter. Yeah. Essentially, I mean, obviously, I care what you think about something I'm doing or what I'm doing or just in general. Yeah. But Joe Schmo on the street, like. I don't care what they think. Well, good, because they're saying some pretty nasty stuff about you. Well, they're probably saying some pretty nasty stuff about our front yard right now, mister. Mister? You cleaned out the shed and didn't put half this stuff back. Oh, you mean the stuff you are going to put in the garage sale last week that never made it out? Um, I did not sign up for the garage sale last week. Good I was talk. not prepared. Yeah, I know you weren't prepared. <laughs> you're not going to prepared for the other one that doesn't oh, okay. happen either. Anywho's, I think that's something that comes with age. Yeah. Just and confidence. I mean... No matter what you're doing in your 20s, you're, I think you're going to be probably more confident in yourself like in your later 20s. And then in your 30s, you're going to care less. And well, you know what you want, too. Mm-hmm. Like you, by that time, you know if, when you're in your 20s, you're like, well, I'll try stuff just to see if it's what I want to be a part of mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Like, you remember when I was on, I think I was just ending probation and I tried to get on the fire investigation team? Uh, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It was like I a last-minute thing. I don't even think I had... I don't think I qualified like through like I didn't have the education that they wanted. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what level it was or or whatever, or the I don't know. But they let me interview for it, and um, I really wanted to do it because I was like, well, this would be really cool. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't get picked for it. And then probably like four or five years later, I was like, thank God I did not get picked on that team because I definitely would have still been on it, like out of obligation or right. out of. Um, you know, like the department invested this time in training me and going to school, so I got to fulfill my duty to it right. and all that stuff. But I was also assigned to the ambulance. So the thought of being up all night on my shift and then going home and then calling out, getting called out at 2 o'clock in the morning to go take pictures of someone else's fire that I didn't get to go to. Uh, and Did that you ruins, get paid for that? Yeah. Okay. And that ruins two nights of sleep then. Yeah. The, the thought of doing that was just like the worst thing I could I could think of at the time. You yeah. Know? But if I had taken that opportunity and gotten, gotten picked, I would have been, been in that situation. Mm-hmm. Now at the age of like 37, which sounds weird, if somebody's like, hey, do you want to be on the investigation team? I'm like, nope, because <laughs> I know what it entails and I know what that's about and I know what my future is on the ambulance with my split time now and I don't want any part of it. You're like, you know? yeah, I'll work the 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. shift. <laughs> yeah, schedule me for the business hours. <laughs> Good. Or schedule me from... 8.30 to noon on Tuesday, Thursday now, because yeah. <laughs> otherwise, no thanks. Um, so, yeah. So, I think just being in the fire department universe for longer and knowing what you do and don't want to mm-hmm. do will benefit. Well, you know. And just to circle back to, like, everyday Let's use. circle back to that. Circle back. I guess not really circle back, but um, to the general public, I mean, people now, even in their 20s, are completely changing lanes in their 30s and 40s. And, yeah. you know, I mean... What I went to school for, I'm not doing, and what I was doing, I should have done first, but I didn't. And now I just get to take care of two kids all day. Now you do everything. Now I do everything. Yikes. Anything else? I didn't write too much, down too much stuff, but no. I think that was pretty good. But it's a fallacy. That's the bottom line, is that it's it's false. So if we're ever in that position where it's like, well, I might as well just keep going. 
like that hike in the porcupines we could have turned around two miles and we're like what's 11 miles Ugh. right yeah what's 11 miles now we know now we know what 11 miles is it was a all all freaking day it was a fallacy and dozens of snakes hundreds of thousands (laughs) of snakes no, so, I think... We'll refer back to that whenever we're in that position again and be like, we're starting an 11-mile hike with snakes right now, just yeah. so you know. I mean, there's really only... And there's a one-year-old and a three-year-old snake is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'll take the hundreds of the, the three we actually saw. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think don't do what you don't want to do. Yeah. And if you're doing it, stop doing that. Do if you can. Yeah. I mean, do what you want to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just don't hurt anybody. Be nice. That's probably better uh, <laughs> advice. Uh, okay. So if you guys like what we're talking about, go to the 4th Shift Fitness website, 4thshiftfitness.com, number 4th, shiftfitness.com, and go to the Buy Me a Coffee button and just buy a couple of coffees. Let us know that you like what the show is doing and you like these talks with Katie. Um, if you want anything else, check out the website. It's got shirts and hats and stuff there too. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Do you want to be? Do you want to do the durable, capable thing? You remember it? I changed it in the last graphic or something like that i did i've listened to it twice i something something durable. so don't worry i changed it anyways okay uh, now i just put durable and capable cool. with, on the job and away from it i was gonna say that i said at the beginning i know see i listen you do all right bye bye, bye.